Welcome to the return of Capes No, no Capes! The show that no one asked to come back, but we did it anyway because that's where we are. So For sometimes superheroes have capes and sometimes they don't. You know, and as we know, you're not supposed to have capes. Yeah, yeah you get exactly. sucked into engine turbines. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about the, the CW superhero shows. I'm Cody Stark. You are? I'm producer Tessa. And, and I'm Ben Schwartz. And what do you do, Ben? Oh, I of Empire's Comics here in Sacramento, California. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Thank you for joining us. So we thought every week we'd start off with a little bit of news. So I'm going to share some news with okay. you. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, uh, Arrow's EP uh, has said that uh, Curtis has been traumatized by last season's events. So we've seen Curtis a couple times uh, this season so far. He's got a new job with Cadmus. Uh, and he seems okay to me, but there's something a little off. And I guess in the next couple of weeks, we're going to find out. Because, you know, his his boyfriend was shot and killed, That's right? right? I think yeah. he was killed. I yeah. can't remember his last season. Uh, you know, uh, Wild Dog was almost killed. Uh, you know, Arrow himself is in prison now. So all these things are going to be So apparently that's an upcoming storyline where they're going to delve into maybe some psychological issues with him, which I'm kind of excited about. I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, maybe even the whole team. Mm. Uh, another piece of news I wanted to share with you. Have you guys, do you guys hear about the uh, the picture that uh, Melissa Benoist shared with uh, about Batwoman? No, not that one. If you go to her Instagram, she posted a picture of her and the new Batwoman. Oh. And it looks incredible. It looks exactly like it came off the comic book page. It does. It looks so good. Oh, I love accuracy. I think Ruby Rose is going to nail that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, did you guys see her in Meg, the Meg? I haven't seen that one yet. I have not seen it. But you love it. I watched the Meg. Uh Uh-huh. And there was a couple giant, giant sharks. Uh, I mean... Giant. I would expect. Yeah, they're, they're huge sharks. Don't need some of those wimpy sharks. Still, the most interesting thing about that movie was Ruby Rose. I'm just saying it right now. I think she is fabulous. <laughs> Cody's calling it. <laughs> I think she is fabulous. So check out Melissa Bonoy's, uh, um, um, uh, uh Instagram. Instagram, and then you'll see that picture. It's pretty cool. And the last thing I wanted to tell you was Mark Guggenheim's Twitter. Okay, so he's one of the creators uh, of our fabulous shows, and he tweeted out a weird Easter egg. And what we think that was there, what people are speculating, says there's a new image, and it, they think it's Arkham Asylum. So for the Ooh. Elseworlds upcoming crossover, we might go to <gasps> Arkham. Ooh, that would be that's very exciting. In fact, let's just not talk about the shows. Let's talk about the let's Elseworlds talk- stuff coming up, because <laughs> exactly. that is the most exciting thing this season. That's kind of funny, because I, I think that's what's happening right now as far as ratings and stuff. Everybody's like, yeah, when's the crossover? It's like, well, I mean, you know, mid-season's coming Well, they keep exactly. leaking all those po- uh, promo pictures. There's yeah. so much of the people mm-hmm. in different costumes, costumes we've never seen. Uh, the 90s Flash is yes, back. Yes, we that's saw old school so Barry Allen. Yes. yes. I love it. I love it. Okay, so that's your news segment. Cool, cool. If we, if we had music, we would go, news. Yeah, but, you know, we don't. Okay, so here's how we're going to break down the show. Uh, we're going to do the super, superhero of the week. Yes, sir. We're going to do so bad, the bad guy's good. And then a recap of our favorite show of the week. And then we'll tell you what they say is going to be next week's, on next week's show. Sound good? Excellent. That's okay. perfect. Okay, let's go with the super, superhero of the week. Uh Go ahead. Tessa. I'm going to go a little, uh, little off the beaten path here, just mm-hmm. because you got to appreciate him. But we're gonna, we'll talk about why I love him in a second. But I'm going to go with Garrett, Mr. Gary Green, or the Virgin Gary, <laughs> the Virgin Gary. <laughs> because man, you're a hero. You just threw yourself on the unicorn horn. <laughs> <laughs> 
but... <laughs> they couldn't have done it without him. Anything that we know from the comics about Gary Green, I know. Isn't he uh, from a character? From... He is. There's not a lot out there for him. Uh, the Time Bureau itself and, of course, Ripper are the main focus. But I think here in Legends, we're going to get a lot more, and we're going to get a lot more developed. So I'm looking Me. forward to seeing what they're going to do with Me him. Me too. Me too. That was hilarious absolutely absolutely hilarious and he needs to talk to his agent because he that does. was just oh. so embarrassing what about you ben who was your super of the week so my super of the week and really because i'm waiting for the build is thunder i'm i'm a super thunder fan from the comic books i i want to see where it's going to go so Thunder is my pick because I know we're getting a lot of tension between her and her father, which is going to be mm. built up in the following episodes because I couldn't wait and I went and whipped the spoilers for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they, they showed the promo, they so did, I don't yeah. feel like we're, we're sharing it, but she, she, her and her dad, uh, Black Lightning, get a little into it. And yes, they get yeah. Which is exactly like it is in the comic book. There is a constant struggle of should they be heroes? Should he endorse this? Should he, in fact, help them by giving them training? And it's a constant thread, uh, not just because, or with him. Him, but with all parents and their kids. And if you're not watching Black Lightning, I don't know what's wrong with you. It is so good. It's, it's intense. So good. I like it. I really liked it. So good. Okay, so my super, super of the week. I, I would give honorable mention to the Carl Lagerfeld Wells. I thought that was absolutely hilarious that uh, that uh, Tom did when um, he, he had that goofy accent and he was like, he's trying to help them and he says, but I get you the, the greatest detective in the world and then it was a terrible detective <laughs> uh, when I interviewed uh, the cast of the flash they were kind of hinting around about the um, uh, um, uh, what is it uh, Sherlock Holmes Wells ah uh, yes yeah, they hinted around about it and I was like what are you guys talking about I like little Sherlock Holmes Wells and I was like cool and he's like yeah but uh, it's gonna have a weird accent and I was like okay so he went French Sherlock Holmes from with another world. Sherlock with a Q-U-E. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that, that's my honorable mention, but I've got to go with Elastic Man. He was yeah. he was great. He like uh, he actually did some detective work, you know, because he's a detective, and normally yeah. he's just kind of buffoon. And he also saved some people, but he blew up into this big round creature, and they took sh pictures of him. Everybody made fun of him. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him Cody Stark's super super of the week because he deserved it he and he, nice he does deserve it ralph is great he and i love the fact that they're going full bore with his powers as opposed to just making him a detective maybe making him stretch but they're like going all out and showing us what ralph can do which is great do you uh is is, is there a long history of elastic man was he always like kind of a goofy side character or? so there is a long history and he's gone back and forth he's not as goofy as say your plastic man who does the same thing but he has been kind of comic relief in a lot of ways. Him and his wife, Sue, are actually mainstays of a lot of the Justice Leagues. And his career as a detective has gone everywhere from just your street detective all the way to him dying so that he can be with his wife and then being ghost detectives. Yeah, it's, it, which sorry. is ridiculous, and it, it, it's perfect for one. But is his so, ghost also an elastic man? Yeah, of course, exactly. yes, of course he is. He didn't give up his power, it's just his life. <laughs> just his life. I wonder how, you even, how do you even kill Elastic Man? You know, it was a uh, pact with uh, a bunch of occult stuff. Oh. So he died with magical means. Ah, black, black magic. Uh, black magic, I yes. see. I, I, see. I was thinking, like, cryogenically freezing him. That would be and a And then shattering him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, like in T2? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly like in T2. That's, that's how I would do it. <laughs> 
So Elastic Man, if you're listening, look out if I've got some sort of freeze frame. Okay, so that's our super supers of the week. So let's talk about the baddies, because that's really mm. the most fun part of the shows. Uh, Tessa, what do you say? I'm gonna I'm gonna go like full. I'm gonna just step on out there because I gotta mention him because I've had a crush on the actor for years. Mm-hmm. Sam Witwer playing Agent Liberty. Oh yeah. And we get a whole episode on a, on his backstory where he's been for the past two years and this buildup and. Just, I mean, he, I mean, honestly, who in his class wouldn't be absolutely in love with that professor? <laughs> I'm sorry that's distracting instant, f- well, instant fail. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, I, but I don't know very much about Agent Liberty. Well, and the Agent Liberty in the television show is completely different than the oh. Agent Liberty in the comic books, who was a former CIA agent who became a little disgruntled with the way things were being done, what was happening in America, and joined a paramilitary group. And that's how he kind of came into confrontation with Superman as opposed to the new way they're doing it. But I understand why they're doing it this way because that show is very much about current events, whether it's immigration, racism. And now we have this professor who has seen the decline of an American economy with the nth metal coming in. Mm -hmm. And it's very relevant. And it's something that they can use on Supergirl to propel their stories forward. So... It completely different than the book. Uh, he's not a bad guy like he is in the book, but or in the show. But I'm interested to see where they're going to go with him. And I know he's supposed to be our kind of our big bad for, um, or one of our big bads for mm-hmm. this season. And uh, even Sam Witwer, I read an article that uh, he had uh, in an interview he had put out that he was a little afraid of this episode that they did because they felt like it was a departure. There, you don't really see a whole lot of the other super right, characters. Right, right. It's fully yeah. about him and mm-hmm. where he's been. And he's like, are we going to go the right route? Are people going to stick with us? And I think so. I mean, it's Sam Weber. <laughs> just because it's him. <laughs> Nothing to do with the character. Well, and I think that was, a, that was an interesting choice, too, to focus on him. And then they, you saw, like, flashbacks to things that we saw before. So mm-hmm. there's big, huge battles. You know, these aliens coming in there, and you see on the ground level what happened. But I think if, if they had an actor that wasn't as charming as him... I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much as I did. Not that I enjoyed it, but it, I mean, it was a rough episode to watch, but I thought it was fascinating. And you're, you're watching somebody go from being on one side of an argument to the total opposite side of the argument and then just absolutely start going nuts. Oh, an absolute flip. And he was, was using scary, Ben yeah. Franklin quotes, and then slowly they become from a, a positive place to this really transitional negative place where he's using this like in a different context yeah. different interpretation I thought so. he did an amazing job doing <laughs> no. that too because you were like oh he's so nice he's so handsome he said oh look at that college professor oh look he's wearing a little vest with a tie a I like that vest. guy next thing you know he's like killing aliens come on dude and his his student what page are we on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is this going to be on the test sir <laughs> what about you Ben well, who was yours all right, well, mine's a little outside the box. Uh, my baddie of the week is going to be Roy Harper. And the reason I say Roy Harper is because not only are we led to believe that he is this violent, aggressive green arrow that's mm-hmm. on the streets at the moment, but more importantly, it's the future. We see the future. We see him alone. He's given up. He has walked away from everything because of evidently something that happened. And it's going to be his road to redemption. But the way the world looks, uh, I have a feeling Roy had a heavy hand in bringing that about. Ah. So, I, I'm, I'm, and, and that, well, we'll save that for the episode one. Oh, okay. I, I think that um, 
the last it was in three or four episodes of Arrow. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, you know, sometimes Arrow it bogs you down, and it's more work. You know what I'm saying? It's a dark show. But this this start of the season, I thought has been great. And if you haven't watched Arrow in a while, I think you pick up with this season. And you'll love it because you don't have flashbacks, you have flash forwards. Which is one of the best parts of the season. <laughs> yeah, I loved I it. I when they started it. doing forward instead of back, we've seen enough Ollie. Let's get on with something else. Yes. Exactly. So that means no no Ollie wig, you know, flashback no, wig. No more Ollie wig. It's been oh, it's been absolutely R.I.P. Okay, so my so bad it's good uh, is Cicada on the Flash. Uh, we got to go in the latest uh, episode, we got to go to the Flash Museum in twenty thirty two, thanks yes. to Nora. Which was awesome and then she talked about how it creeped her out you know all these artifacts and stuff from the bad guys and then they show you cicada stuff and they said he never was caught you're like oh so creepy it was so good uh and then she said in her little voiceover thing her magic voiceover uh she was talking about the last thing his victims hear is that creepy old sound the cicada sound oh that was good that was really good And and i like the fact that last episode he really wasn't in it that much Mm -hmm. but when he was man he was scary and creepy and it's like he's got some sort of plan and he's going to do whatever it takes to to get rid of all the metas like he was torturing joe you know and they heard they heard the baby cry towards the end of the episode and i think he was going to go take the baby that's what that's what i felt like and i was like ooh, that's so creepy oh dark so cicada that's that's the so good it's bad for me this week cicada Nice. Plus, cicadas are creepy they anyway. Like, the real bugs are. They're, they're like zombies. They come out of the ground like every eight years. I was going to say, aren't yeah. they the, yeah. the ones that like lay dormant for <sighs> a long time and then suddenly they just swarm a gas station and then they die overnight? Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Nashville, uh, we had a big cicada thing. It was oh. an eight year cicada. And this lady, I know this is going to be a shocker for you, but somebody made me a costume. Of course. Because <laughs> I enjoy costumes. And she made me a cicada costume, and I did a live shot, and I was the nighttime weather guy. So it was the 10 o'clock news. And we were standing next to this tree that was full of cicadas. And I told my photographer, I said, don't turn the light on until they toss it to us, because I don't want the cicadas to leave. So we did that. They said, oh, here's Cody. With this, you know, He's dressed as a cicada. Ha, ha, ha. And they turned the light on. And millions of cicadas attacked me. It was oh hilarious. No. Uh, that, that's hilarious. Dude. Oh my god, it was so funny. I need but, video. Oh, bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Cicada. Terrible. Oh. Okay, so let's pick a show to recap this week. Okay. Uh, I I would have given uh, a nomination to Supergirl this week with Sam. I thought that yeah. was a fantastic episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, what was your favorite of the week? My favorite was it was Arrow, which is surprising for me to say. I know. It, it, Arrow has its ups and downs. It goes back and forth. But I'm really getting drawn in by this future world, by what's going to change things, what's going to happen. And I'm also really intrigued by the fact that they're bringing in the Longbow Hunters. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're doing a great job because some of those characters were actually part of the original Longbow Hunters in the comic book, including Brick, who was in prison. And... The new character that they threw in there, Silencer, is actually really neat that they put her in there because she's a brand new DC character this year. Oh, really? They, the DC went out and they created a branch of whole new characters so they could, rather than focus on Superman and Batman all the time, we've got new people. She just came to the DCU and now she's showing up on the CW. I shows. thought that was kind of cool, the little box and made the, your ears 
go funky. Yeah. So she could sneak up and stab him. That was that was pretty neat. And I was, gotta say that was pretty cool. It was really neat to see the Canaries fighter too, because we've now mm-hmm. got the other Earth Canary as the district attorney who's venturing into redemption as well. And uh, I think that really solidified with a lot of these people, especially those two who have history, that they're gonna have to come together as a team if they want to defeat these bad guys. I thought it was really poignant too, because they're fighting against silence and and if we want to go philosophical, mm-hmm. the inability to speak up and the, the wanting to silence somebody and they're trying to speak louder than that it, they, what's trying to oppress them and then they have to work together. There's something that has, has been torn apart for so long mm-hmm. that finally they have to come up with something to bond together and work together to fight something that is trying to keep both of them quiet. So mm. remember who wow, your alliances are. Yes. So true. we're going this deep on capes, no yeah. capes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Don't mind unfortunately, if I do. Ben, uh, you are wrong because Tessa and I say the best episode of the week was Legends. Absolutely. Both of you are going there. It was a close <laughs> second. It really was. That show, I think, this season is going to blow the other ones away if they keep this up. So I'm like, you know, last season when they ended up with the giant Bebo, Lolo, love you. Lolo, love you. Uh, and I thought, <laughs> I will never see anything funnier than that and more ridiculous than that in the rest of my natural born life. And then we have the first episode of Legends, and yes. it is just absolutely insane. Giant goo glittery spewing unicorn that requires the hair of Janice Joplin. Uh, okay. Oh, I've got it all down okay. for you. Yeah, Garcia's spit, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's, okay, so if you haven't seen this episode of Legends, we're going to break it down pretty good, so I don't want you to, to not see it, because so I don't want you to be spoiled by it, because it is fantastic. So stop listening now. No, don't. Okay. No. Now, everybody else, <laughs> no, go back. with it. So, season four opened up. Uh, Legends, uh, you know, uh, Constantine warned them about, you know, magic, and they let something else out, you know, and all this stuff. And they were like, we got this. And they were really feeling good about themselves. And then they start figuring out that oop, there's something wrong. So, they go back to Woodstock, which was Who wouldn't? a fantastic idea to begin with. <laughs> and then they go to Woodstock, and somebody is killing hippies. So, history gets changed. And they hear that uh, they hear from um, uh, uh, Captain Steele's father that uh, that it wasn't like peace and love at Woodstock. It was a big murder fest, and all these people were trampled and all this stuff, and people lost their hearts. So history had been changed. They're like, "Oh no, we got to do something. We got to do something." So they get dressed up as hippies, as one does, of course, and yeah. go to Woodstock, and it was hilarious. So then we find out that the that there's something secreting this weird goo that makes you hallucinate. Which was fun. So they're yeah, all tripping like crazy, uh, which was really fun. And then we find out what's killing everybody is a unicorn. <laughs> and the way they did it, I thought I was going to die laughing. <laughs> I think but, I heard you from my house. Oh like, my God, I was laughing so 15 hard. 15 miles like, away. Because they're all tripping on this, you know, unicorn goo. You know, they're all like tripping. And then they all of a sudden they see this unicorn and it's got like butterflies around it and colors and rainbows and stuff and they're like oh it's so beautiful it's a unicorn they're all staring at it and then they pause and it stabs a hippie in the chest Ooh. and eats its heart in front of them and they all freak out it was so and it, it was that too. Like, it was on camera too it was like just boom Ooh. it was so funny i was like Whoever in the writing room said that. <laughs> not expecting that. I applaud you. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess they're going to top Bebo. That did it right you know? there. That did it for me. So to stop the unicorn, the homicidal maniac unicorn that is, that is floating around out there, they have to, 
come up with certain three things th these objects mm -hmm. to make a spell with Constantine. So here they are: Jerry Garcia's saliva, <laughs> one of Janis Joplin's hairs, and a virgin. A virgin. And that's where Virgin Gary comes. But good, good luck finding yeah, I was that. About to say, <laughs> And they were like looking for him, like, there's a no, 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 no. They're like, we're gonna call in Gary, and then they used him as as like his bait for the, the homicidal unicorn. They took a shirt off of him, and he's sat there, he's trying to help out. And then they, <laughs> oh, the Virgin Gary, <laughs> you hero, my oh. hero of the week. Oh my god, it <laughs> for was great reason. So great, so great. That show just, I I love that, you know. About halfway into the first season, they figured out, you know, this is who we are. We're just nuts. Goofy. And they just, <laughs> they floored it towards the end of last season. And this year, they just started off with this. And I was like, I was dying, absolutely dying. Well, it it's nice that each show has a different flavor. And this one is definitely that hardcore, mm -hmm. over-the-top, just ridiculousness. Straight-up Rocky but Road. But it works because it's dark at the same time. Yeah. It was interesting about, because you were saying each show has a different flavor. So in the comic books, Green Arrow was always political. Very much so. Yeah, yes. it's always political. And then, and, but now it's Supergirl within the CW that's handling politics the best, I think. And then, and then Black Lightning as well, uh, hitting on some really, really tough stuff that's going on. And then Legends is just crazy. And then Flash has gotten fun again. It has been fun. And Flash seems to be more of just your typical superhero. You know, just across mm -hmm. the board. Um, you know, I mean, they all delve into family and, and relationships, but but Flash this season has been good. It's been a, a, a real nice build since the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Okay, so do you feel better now? Do you feel, are you okay? You with us? Yes. Are you joining us on Legends being the best episode of the week? No, no, I'm still not. I'm, I'm so sucked into that post-apocalyptic world. I have like a soft spot, which is weird to say, for a post-apocalyptic world. But, I do too. But anything revolving around that, and I'm just drawn in. I'm going to be watching that show I do right too. Away. What is it about yeah. us? That it's I, kind of disturbing. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm I a think big it's fan a society of the thing too. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> I, I think with me that it, it's because I'm curious to see how we could rebuild stuff better, you know? I don't, I don't know what it is, but I read every apocalyptic comic book, book, watch every movie. I'm ready, man. Yeah. I'm ready. I, I hope you down. are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always look at them and, I, and I, I read them or I watch them and I think, how, given our current state, could this possibly happen? And in a lot of cases, I can clearly see it going down that road. Yeah, if, it, if it's zombie and virals, I'm oh. out in the first 15 minutes. Oh, you, know? yeah, you already have the headache, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe we should just leave. There's nothing <laughs> that, that's going to spread so fast you're done, Cody, no matter how prepared you are. You don't have to run fast. You have to run faster than Cody. That's right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am here. I am your bait for the apocalypse. <laughs> I am your bait. <laughs> Well, I thought that was great. I, I really enjoyed that episode. I cannot wait to see what happens next week. Which brings us to our final segment. What's stuff that's going to happen this week. Yes. Uh, What's happening this week? Now, here are the descriptions from our guide on CBS 13, CW 31 schedule guide. Okay, this is what they say. So I'm, I'm just so going to We're not giving anything out. away that's no, not already this out is, This is already out there. I, that's why I wanted to do that. I want people to think I was giving away spoilers. Okay, an arrow... It's called Crossing Lines. Oliver deals with his biggest challenge yet behind the prison walls. Which, by the way, I've been really into that. Him being in prison and, mm -hmm. and the interaction and stuff. Uh, Felicity uh, receives an intriguing offer. Diggle enlists Curtis to go undercover for Argus. And I think that's where we're going to find out Curtis is having some 
psychological issues from all the horrible things that I've seen. And uh, and the trailer for it, I thought, was ridiculously vague. Yes. <laughs> yes, which is not bad. Yes. I, it, that's not bad. And uh, I'm just going to go out there and say this. If anything happens to Felicity, like we saw at the beginning of the season, uh, I'm out. Oh. I'm done. I'm walking mm. away. Oh, Holy, call it right now. I'm going to bring that back. <laughs> Unicorn-haired Unicorn Felicity with the nose ring works. Fab. I like it. it. Absolutely I fab. Like it a lot. So that's what's supposed to come up in Arrow on Legends. Um, uh, oh, wait. Uh, Arrow and Black Lightning are on the same night, on okay. Monday nights. So Black Lightning, it's called Translucent Freak, mm -hmm. which I'm already into now. Oh, this trailer looked really good. So Jefferson makes a decision to, to confront his daughter Anissa over her hasty and negligent behavior which triggers an intense dispute between the two. And the promo kind of shows Anissa and her dad getting in a fight a little bit, yelling and stuff, and he's like, no, you can't do this. And all of a sudden, we see him fly out of the window. So I don't know if it was creative editing or if it's going to happen where lightning and thunder get into it and black lightning goes out the window. Sounds like a storm. <laughs> Storms like a ruin. Sunday yeah. afternoon at the family home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving's going to be great this year at their yes. house. Uh, then we've got uh, The Flash. Uh, the next episode's called News Flash. And Barry and Iris face a parenting test when Team Flash battles a savvy millennial that's armed with Metatech. And an unexpected source issues a challenge to Ralph. Those darn millennials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben and I can't even have a conversation with you because... <laughs> I'll just talk to myself. We're used to it. <laughs> uh, Legends is called Witch Hunt, and uh, which this has got great fodder. This is going to be great fodder for this, this group of wackanuts. Oh my gosh. The team takes a trip to uh, Salem Witch Trials in uh, 1690s Massachusetts. Nate and Ava try to uh, keep their Time Bureau funding. I'm so excited for this episode, just based on the trailer and from last episode. Uh, and the little fairy godmother they've picked, this looks absolutely hysterical. And, but at the same time, dark. And I love it. It's sure. such a good little... It's so weird. Even... I love it. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a uh, two votes for Legends of Tomorrow next week coming already. <laughs> Ben's calling it. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I think uh, Black Lightning this week is, is kind of... You're looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm really okay. looking forward to that. And then finally, uh, Supergirl, uh, Hisma, it's called. And uh, Alex requests that Lena Luther and Brainiac partner up when Supergirl's in need of assistance. Right now, she's in that suit that's uh, trying to save yeah, her life. Yeah. Uh, and then Zhang uh, questions his choice to quit the DEO, which last week I thought, or this last episode, I felt like he was starting to do that. Like, oh, this went wrong, this went wrong, and and he was kind of questioning stuff. And Alex, you know, once. By the way, Alex's new haircut is by far the grandest thing I've ever seen. But um, she, when when he came back. And he was helping out and everything. You could see she kind of deferred to him and she apologized to him for what happened to Supergirl and I'll make this better. I was like, no, no, you're in charge now. He quit. He quit. So that's going to be an interesting relationship flip, I think. Also going back to fabulous style, because mm -hmm. you know how much I love Felicity's outfits. Yes, yes. She wore some of the most fabulous pink pants in one scene that I just... <laughs> I'm going to find them and buy them because they looked fabulous on her. And that, of course, means they're going to look fabulous on me, oh, right? Course, That's how course. the internet works. I think we have to have a fashion <laughs> yes. segment at the very end, too. Our oh, favorite outfits oh, of the week. Oh, adding. That's, Absolutely. That's Thank you, Ben. Idea. That's not a bad idea. A little backstory. Uh, when we watch the shows and stuff, 
I uh, if I find something that I know that Tessa likes, I will find where where to get it, and then she orders it. Have that, purchased. That yes. is great. Yes. yes. In well, fact, one of them is Felicity's dresses. It is. It's yeah. like that orange dress, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. We did that a couple years ago. We're like, oh, because my daughter Chelsea's not old enough yet to, to to wear something. No, like so you that, send so. it all over this. Yeah, exactly. Send it to Tessa. Exactly. All right. Well, there you go. That was this week's shows. Um, we're running about, I would say. Um, 25 minutes. Cool. That's perfect. Uh, can it. I can yeah. I do a Legion sighting? Please. So, yeah, sir. one of the things they've sprinkled throughout all of these shows, per, uh, mostly Supergirl, is Legion of Superhero references. And, we, you know, we have Brainiac 5 there. Since we're doing our first one, I know she's been around a little bit, but uh, Nia Nall oh. is the uh, ancestor of Nura Nall, who is Dream Girl in Legion yes. of Superheroes. So, there's yet another one, and I will look to see if we can find one every week because they're all over the place. Oh, nice. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, she has been great. She has been. She yes. has been great. Last week, not this last episode, the episode before when she saved Brainiac 5 uh, from some dudes at the pizza place that were going to beat him yes. up and stuff. Yep. And she stepped in and then she had a big speech about, you know, I know how this feels. As as I'm going through the, I went through the transition and stuff. And like, she goes, I know what it feels like to be discriminated. It was really powerful stuff. And I like how Supergirl's not afraid to delve into these big issues. No, Supergirl hits them all. Like, they, they are tackling so much, which is great because if they were just hitting one or two issues, it might get repetitive. Mm. But considering they just keep tackling all of the issues that are out there, I, I you know, when they do it, you can really feel it. Lots to choose from. Yeah. So, Mr. Comic Book Man, yes, is there sir? anything new coming out this week that we need to check out? So, I, I, I have a few which you guys cannot see because you're listening. Uh, you know, Supergirl has been great lately. She has been traveling through space with Crypto, Superman's dog, oh, which nice, has been a really? lot of fun. Um, Flash has been dealing with all kinds of new things. There's a, uh, a bunch of forces out there because he's got the speed force. So you've got the entropy force. You've got uh, strength force, sage force. It's been a lot of fun. And Ollie, unlike the show, if you want classic Ollie, he is very political. He is very fun. That's a great one to go to, too. And although Black Lightning doesn't have his own book, there are collections, and he shows up all the time in the books. Ooh, okay, cool. So there's a little bit of everything, and unfortunately, Constantine doesn't have a book right now, but you can find his old stuff, which is incredible, oh. but it's not for kids. Oh, no. Well, no, it is very much an adult yeah, title. it's so good, though. Oh, it's, it's incredible. So like, almost every single writer that has become something... Uh, that's dark and they create adult content was on Hellblazer at some point mm -hmm. in his three issue run. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. It. So interesting. All right. Well, I'm done. I'm Cody Stark. I'm you producer are. Tessa. And Ben, tell them how to find your comic book store, man. We are at 1120 Fulton Avenue uh, here in Sacramento. So come on down. Empire's Comics Vault. Thank you awesome. very much. All Thank right. Thank you. We'll Thank see you. you next week for more Capes. No, no Capes. capes.